in an age before the swollen sun swallowed the trackless empire, and nothing but dust filled the sea. Rogues, bandits, sorcerers, and druids walked the jeweled paths of this dying earth. Here is their tale. This is, I mean, I can do all, no problem. If you think it's going to be some brief affair with nothing going on and it's just a social event, you should know me by now. Oh, yeah. No, I, that, that wasn't what I was alluding to. I was just saying, okay. you know, I imagine that's the scope of this session. And, no, uh, the only thing that I have, and I, I, um, I regretfully must do is let you loose for the day. There's nothing planned for the day. You kids are off. The ball is in the evening. And you got so, your first good night's sleep um, in months. Or, or in a month. You've only, it's been weeks. This campaign has covered about, what did I say? Somewhere around four to seven weeks. Yeah, so I think um, knowing that our com close companion Cree has a conflict for the ball, maybe we would be looking for people we might have a loose connection with. Uh, Jay, I don't know how you were thinking about maybe getting Rogal integrated here, but um, maybe like a pre-existing acquaintance bond might make sense from he, maybe he was around in the old days when uh, oh, before yeah. the tavern got burned to the ground. What is it? Before the, the last version. The last version got burned to the ground in an act of uh, political retribution by the state. Maybe we ran into him um at Gary's bar and mm -hmm. on, on the way out. And... That makes perfect sense that since Cree can't be here, he would send a stand-in. Yo, he... guys, I got some shit I gotta do. I can't make it. But this guy Rogel, he's solid. I love him. He's great. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, Rogel. And then, uh, yeah, you can just be at the front door of the, the villa on Farlock Lane with your little, you know, with your signed form from Cree in your hand. <laughs> it's an yeah, official so, document. So Gary, do you know um, about the ball and, and what, what we have going on here? Or would like a little <clears throat> catch-up summary be, be good? I know there's something about a decapitated head. Yeah, so uh, we got back into town. Uh, there is a contract on my character's head. Um, I have since secured someone else's head in case we want to try a ruse. Um, but there's one of our connections, Cassandra, who told us about this and that she actually took the contract. She also wants us to go explore down below the city. Um, she has some map and a rumor of you know some some jewel that would make us all rich, et cetera, et cetera. So we have agreed to come back to her within a couple days. Um, but until then, there is this other sort of thread to pull on where you know the the king. Um, uh, or whatever the monarch is of this area. Zar. Sort of, have a name. Zar. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep on going. Um, he, he's almost like holding tryouts of, of various religious nobles um, to, to basically see who is going to be his, you know, right hand or his religious, you know, position. Um, so Lumen, Randall's character, um, is a bit of a you know holy freak and uh 
we have been asserting that Lumen is like this very important regal figure. Um, which is not so untrue, not, which is not untrue, okay? <laughs> well, I will, we'll leave that to the other participants to decide. But <laughs> um, so there's this ball tonight where everyone who is vying for the king's attention is going to be there. And so thus far, we have been relatively neutral. Like Lumen didn't put his name in the hat necessarily, <laughs> but we're going to go to this ball and, and kind of mingle before we before we go do some thievery perhaps the next day with Cassandra. The thing I about this, uh, this Lumen guy, though, you're here to just, like, subjugate the entire city, right? Well, uh, just Lumen, Lumen's the apotheosis of the hand. He's a seventh-level cleric. He's fought his way up through. Um, he has a, a hand that's from a lich. It's sort of a dead hand, and it's got, like, like spooky powers. Um, it's, got, it's got things written on it, too. Oh yeah, it's got things written on it, and uh, he's anyway. He's wearing um, really gold, shiny armor that he stole off a vampire that like sucks up uh, into his sphincter, and he doesn't have to eat. Jay totally fucked with this character, so. Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't take that armor off. I'm gonna look that up. I wrote a. Uh, I I'm, I'm I sent something to you earlier, Jay, on MeWe about um, my god sort of bestowing a, a, a spell on me, and I wanted to throw it by you. I saw that. I haven't had a chance to read it. I just saw it at the beginning of uh, the game. Basically, my character has a seven charisma, so he's not really the most attractive or graceful personality. And I'm thinking that the Hidden Hand has given him a spell that could give him temporary charisma boost. It's not a charm spell. It just sort of like makes him more eloquent for a small period of time, equal to the number oh. of... People don't notice the charnel smell that surrounds. Yeah, that I, kind of thing. I'm just that thinking. That always follows you wherever you go. <laughs> so anyway, Lumen is uh, is crazy. You know, he wants to convert everybody. He's going to try to convert you, Rogal. Okay. Um, if you okay. humor him, he'll like you. What is actually the hand? What is the hand? What is the hand actually offering? What's you know? What's the elevator pitch? From the, the hidden hand? Oh, the hidden hand is offering, um, you know, the true path to enlightenment through severing your right hand, your left hand. You have, to, you have to lose a hand okay. to be converted. So it's not very popular yet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like having someone explain their characters is like listening to somebody's dream. Unless it includes you, you're not that interested. But... <laughs> All right, so real quick, the only other thing that's, I think, relevant, um, so Cree and my character Veridel have been palling around with Lumen, and within the city, we have basically taken on, like, the persona of, like, these hype men for Lumen, as in, you know, we are, you know, maybe his acolytes or his followers or whatever, like, but we have these basically these robes, and I think in some cases we've even chosen, like, chosen for, for Lumen not to speak, you know, in that... He doesn't deem, you know, commoners worthy of, of hearing the, <laughs> uh, the message of, of the hands. But uh, so I think the, the whole premise of like, we're going to show up, we're going to have like these pretty cool looking robes on and we are going to pretend to be, you know, like the the loyal servants of Lord Emissary Lumen. The apotheosis. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and go to this hall. So I, I think the uh, 
the day prior is maybe any preparation. Like, so Randall, did you have any thoughts around, you know, what do we want from this? Like you didn't formally put your name in the hat to vie for the King's attention, but obviously there's still an opportunity to rub elbows and whatnot. What Lumen wants to do is um, he wants to show up and he wants to have, you know, the vizier or whatever he is, recognize his power and importance and bestow upon him the the clergy of the city. He wants to be sort of like, you know, the religious advisor. So without actually entering the race, he wants to sort of convince him by not convincing him. And so with that presence, he could start converting people, you know, on a mass scale to sever their hands and become servants of the hand. I think, um, I think Veridel's going to give me like, I don't, maybe just hold off on the hand severing thing. I mean, that's kind of a, a big deal. Why don't you save that for like your most loyal <laughs> and dedicated followers? Like, I think it's going to be a tough sell to... Anyway, you, know, you know, I'm into separating things, but I, I just, I, I don't know if people are going to really sign up for this. Anyway, the Lumen thinks that if, you know, he can gain the favor of this guy, they could send him on, you know, he can go on some important, you know, quest, you know, to like the really hard stuff to go out there and proselytize and be, a, you know, Lumen's going to offer something. He'll work for, with the king, you know, maybe the king's got some things he wants done. And certainly we like to kill things and fuck shit up. So maybe it'll work out. All right. And then, Rogal, you're a thief, right? Yes. All right. And maybe you and I will have some opportune moments to, you know, see what we'd like to get into. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, basically Lumen's hanging out with three thieves, which, you know, they're lesser (laughs) beings. They're lesser beings, but he realizes that they need each other. And, you know, he's willing to protect these guys and work with them. And they sort of do a bunch of stuff with him and protect him. So it's a truce of convenience. You, exactly. It's a truce of convenience. You've survived some horrible, horrible events. Do we want to go visit Zagosa, the jeweler, to hawk off this ruby that was in that broadsword we got? Yeah, I think we should. Oh yeah, Lumen wants to get his battle is like um, halberd fixed because it's got bent. Okay. You can drop that off. You can have it sent out. Either way, it's not hard from you doing so. Yeah, I think someone else probably should probably have it. a lot of urchins outside selling chiclets because you're the new rich people in town. Everyone's trying to be your little messenger boys messages in the forum for you. They're all vying. Just like the scene that you're going to see tonight. The urchins are before you. Me, me, let me do it. I know the blades best. He's a stinker. He'll steal everything. Don't trust him. Yeah, he would send it off. He would send it off with um, some trustworthy looking um, creature. And as he does, he'll just say, just raise the hand, you know. Just sort of give him the spooky shit. Say, yeah, they they scream like when they when people go with the truckers, like pull the horn. Yeah. They go off and do their, stuff. They go off and do their street urchin stuff in a, in a desperate city under a blinking red fat sun. He'll give you uh, he'll give you two thousand for it. 
2000 for what? That's that's not nearly enough. Like the value we we had guessed was 3200. And you don't lose uh, any experience, but he's he's like I'll give you I'll give you 2 grand for it, 2000. Oh, I see. So you count uh, what well, this wasn't accounted for in the last session though. So the 3200 divided by 3 or whatever it was for last session already mm-hmm. counts for XP. Yep. And cool. now you have this object and now you need to do something with it. All right. And he wants to buy it off of you for 2000 so he can make 1200 off it. It's like a used car, right? Um how about 20 once I'm trying to think of 25 by 4 how about 2400. Make it easy for you guys to make sure. Did you have did he have something back to you? What's that? I'm sorry. First encounter, did, did you make something back to you? Or did uh, he just pass off information, or did he have something and hand it back and say he didn't know it was a stolen goods and find that thief? Did you get money? Oh, I think I knew it. Uh, was this the guy that Cree implied? Like, he basically implied that he was going to turn him in as one of the rebellious? Yes, this is. Yes, and this is so that's Zargosa, the jeweler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To show that there's no hard feelings between gentlemen here in the city of Alatar, he'll do the deal and and extends his services to you whenever he can. You have a you have a friend in the foreign market. He says. All right. Uh, why don't we save a share for Cree, but maybe, uh, Randall, if you're good, maybe as a, sh- a sign of good faith to our new friend, we'll divide this gold by four and, and split it up. What? <laughs> just walking around money for you guys, right? I think this guy needs to prove himself before he gets anything. Uh, okay. Do you want to, we'll, we'll hold a share? And, all right, whatever. Hold yeah. a share. Who is this guy? Rogal, where are you from? What? What is... How did you we, even show up here? I guess Lumen is dangerous. All of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you would naturally, just think about this, you would naturally question somebody showing up out of nowhere. He, no, he was from the last virgin. We, we, he's, he's connected enough. You weren't there. <laughs> it was the, um, yeah. what's your petty god? That's a good way to start it off to let them know who you are here in the city. Um, Drashing, the lady That's of the... the blurry veil. How's that working out for you? <laughs> Great. Um, Rob, drunken um, patrons. Bra. So, so by nice. the way, Lumen's not hostile. He's just. Humor, humor him with a little bit of your story. Okay, well, um, I'm a native of Volatair. I was raised by a coven of harlots. And that's pretty much it <laughs> just kind of surviving on the street what do you look like Some little jobs here and there for the local syndicates petty thief burglar what do you pocket. look like what are you wearing <laughs> um 
pretty much just a black tunic. He's kind of just like fitting in with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Move, I look like around. a commoner. Yeah, so you move around invisible. We'll we'll need to get him some of these fancy robes that we have. But he doesn't have to wear them. Just, yeah. Or put on the robe. Yeah, they're um. They're what? They're the robe of the worshiper uh, of Nick Talops. Yeah. So I guess we'll need to find patron a, saint of Paris, dude. A uh, silk merchant, or you know, some cloth merchant. Someone, someone that would be able to have a similar color robe to the ones we we have. Oh, have some made, yeah, yeah. You think that would really or, work? Uh, we just need a similar color, like cloak and robe, right? Just if we're gonna stick with the only Faradell and Cree need their protective powers in the robe that they're finding. Yeah, but I, I it's felt like not, so, not the that their healer robe blocking you from the sun. They're the creepy robes of Nick Talos has a lot to do with it. Yeah. So aside from that, like we want, I, I thought we would propose that Rogal look similar and that we, like the two of us are Lumens. I, I don't know what you want to call us. You, 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 Acolytes. You yeah. yeah. Acolytes is the word you want to use. Okay. So let's, let's try to round up a similarly colored cloak to where, you know, look similar at least. Well, there was that woman that you met that was a dressmaker right what if she it was... was along the she was along the chain when you were trying to find the track down those items yeah or was it right. just a jeweler or was it just a jeweler that does sound right some... i did nope. not write down her name we uh yeah i remember stopping by and knowing there was a place to do that okay. i recommend I the robe her. be black to represent a different rank <laughs> wow I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay, let's let's just imagine we're role-playing, right? And we have these robes. You're not going to, say you get a pair of jeans, right? And you go to another place, and instead of Levi's, you get Wrangler, okay? Are those going to look like Levi's? They're not going to look like Levi's. So you got to make the complete break, I think, and not try to make it be something, because it's not going to be the same thing, unless you put Cree's robe on it. No, I, just, I feel like a similar color could be obtained. I also wrote down this quote from you from last session. Purple is the color of the faithful. <laughs> right, and oh, wow. I'm not convinced. That's a, a catchphrase. That's a bona fide catchphrase. And, you know, not totally convinced. All right. How about a nice peach? Or peach offset the purple no is that my set reaching too far i think rogal is more of a black character i mean i don't know rogal what do you too, think is purple your color is that, it's too gauche much better in black nice who doesn't yeah exactly and much better to slink around like a you know all right so we'll do our little shopping yep i got the uh you do have a dressmaker and it should be of sufficiently, it should be of high quality, right? 
Yeah. Maybe with some internal yep. pockets. Mm-hmm. And like rich people, you don't have to pay for this stuff until like six months from now. And then you haggle. And then you stiff them, right? Isn't that how the rich people do business? <laughs> Mistress Salazar's pawn shop. That is not a dressmaker. There's got to be somebody who makes clothing. I thought you said there was a place with with um, fine fine fabrics. Yeah. It's um. I can. There's there. That's that's big business. There's more than one to choose from. So. Um. How about who do you want your 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 store to be? I'm trying to come up with a name. You guys can give me a name just as well. Of yours. How about Fabric of the Tail. Gods? Fabric of the Gods. There you go. See, I couldn't. You should give it a Ramirian God name. Okay, and I'll come up with something Ramirian. Yeah. Maybe maybe it sort of specializes in you know robes for the the, the merchants and the nobles and the mm-hmm. and the uh-huh. and the priests so they they know like how to do like a gold brocade you know they have like oh, yeah. Yeah. piping yeah. they have the silver piping you know of the they're river. all about making you look like the god you worship. We'll make you look as good as the god you worship. Fabric of the gods. <laughs> a thirty percent off sale, just in time. Okay, that's foreign market, obviously. Uh, Aradell, your you had dreams last night when you when you when you slumbered, um, and it's a voice going, uh, um, Veradel. Tell me of the tell me the gods of your people is the extent of what you remember. And it's a female voice. Hmm. Alright. Also, you always see when you close your eyes those uh symbols that got burnt in the back of your retina when you looked at the sun. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to have an effect. Uh, Lumen, you had taken damage. Have you had to? Have you? Or I should say, have you taken it damage, and or do you have to recover any damage? Well, um, I the night that night, um, Lumen had a couple of spells that he could cast the uh, the healing damage. How much damage did you take? Um, well, we got ten points from that spell, which absorbed a lot of it. Um, but let me just find the thing. Do you have any leftover damage, or are you fully healed? He well, he healed up. He got back up to um, back up to full after casting Before... two spells. Okay. okay. <clears throat> well, when you sleep, um, I guess you got to get 
used to rolling over and uh, there's no is there a chat in this stew um tied just to the game room no but we could just use the romir channel <clears throat> i'm having trouble oh i could okay let me uh see if i'm right there i wanted to give randall his description of the armor and since it's something you can't really hide you guys be it too Yeah, I was going to um, try to visualize it, you know. In you, a, don't, you don't want this description? I do, but I would need that description to visualize it in a character sketch. I'm excited. Okay, it's in print. Well, you could draw it. I don't have to be the one to draw it. Where is it? Hey, go to our Raw Mirror channel in the Discord. Oh, okay. So, um, oh, look, Rogal, Gary, what, um, what does your character want to do? You got, we got a little day. You just met these crazies, you know. Well, We're shopping. First things first. I'd like to pilfer enough coin to uh, maybe get some leather armor. So I, I'm kind of keeping an eye out for marks. What's the price of leather armor? Do you have the eighty gold? Okay, it's eighty. Gotcha. I think we well, should I, get him some nice stuff and just you don't. Yeah. Have to... well, why don't we? Why don't we help bankroll that? Like, so I'm not above petty thievery, um, but I think uh, the risk to Lord Emissary Lumen's reputation might uh, might get us into some trouble prior to the uh, the banquet. Um, why don't we just? Well, from the ruby we just sold, why don't we just get you some some coin? Um, okay. Why don't we? Why don't we get you to gear up? And I'll uh, I'll subtract it from this this share we were gonna hold for you until until, until Lumen deigned it uh, worthy. Well, you have to look good. It's got to be nice leather armor, right? You yeah. can cover it. You can smear it with blood and dung if you want to look mean. But tonight you need to look good. Yeah, I want to. Yes, look you good do. Tonight. And here and and Lumen's not doing this out of just wanting to look good. It's a mark of how. Mobility separates itself from other people. If you can't wear the dress, you must not be one of us. Uh, I know my station here. <laughs> so, wearing wearing good clothes at the banquet. Um, if you didn't, you would be questioned. Shoes, Probably dragged out. You know, a weapon. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want? You're hanging out with people that have some cash. All right, give me some leather armor. I'll take a short sword. And I'd like some kind of uh, concealable missile weapons, maybe like a handful of daggers. Sweet. The the, the shiniest, nicest bandolier of daggers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, You're embossed with the maker's name on it. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, if you just want to throw a price out there. I I'm not going to think of that now. Okay. I, I do. I've got to come up with your monthly cost, which is not going to be. Yeah. All right. That's cool. And um, two times and the book rate or something for nice stuff. I got to think about it, Valater. I've I've really whacked some stuff on that. I've really made it. I'm fine, Taylor. Swingy, I mean, swingy. Money to wear. I don't think it's. Yeah. Fair. I don't think it's going to be shenanigans. We can make up for it afterwards. 
monthly costs. This is your, you got your, so you're backing up some operational costs. Here are some things that you pick up during the day, or at least here in the morning, is the the um, the after party or the part the parte where the ball is going to be held is at the high priest's mansion, um, the high priest uh, of starry wisdom. That's where the bank. That's where the ball is being held. Um, and his wife is going to wear this evening or display the Star of the East, which is a fabulous around her neck. Everyone's excited to see that in the nobility. Um, it's been under wraps. Uh, and there's even rumor that the Vizar will actually be there, but no one believes it. He usually doesn't show up for these. But the uh, talk of the town is... Um, he, he is. Oh, and that's because he's uh, uh, he's dating the. So, dating who? I'm sorry, first concubine. It's kind of like that's your Hollywood gossip rumor mm. of the evening. And maybe also we want to swing by Gary's bar and do we want to drop a note or if Cassandra's there, tell her that maybe not tonight, but the following night we're willing to make a move on the other thing? What do you think? I'm in. Yeah. It's a good drop point. It's a secure drop point. All right. For a dead drop. Let's just make sure she knows we're, we're still on board. We just need one more night. So. A little bit more time. I thought you said this armor was gold. It it just got super weird. <laughs> it is gold. It's not matte black. Okay. But the description is the same. All right, I did cool. not write that put that out, but I this Volens is gold. Okay, good. Because gold is pretty and shines. It's way pretty. Volen oh, thought he was a pretty guy awesome. until he got turned into cosmic goo. All right, so we're doing a little shopping. We're wandering around the city. We're making Rogal. You know, we're raising the rent on Rogal. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we sent my uh, halberd off to have the blade sort of fixed a little bit. We went by the fabric shop. We asked about getting a nice robe, finest mm -hmm. fabric. They can have that done. They can have that done by the ball. Okay, with Time some secret hidden pockets. You know, for pilfering. Um, mm -hmm. No sense mm -hmm. that you know Rogal couldn't you know lift a few things while he's in the crowd. <laughs> mm. Work um, in the crowd. Yeah, I don't want to mm. put any ideas in your head, but you already had them. So, um, and um, we were going to stop by to talk to this woman. We said that um, you know we need a couple more, a little more time. Talk to you tomorrow. And what time do we? Uh, what time does that make it? Do we we have a little more time, or? Oh yeah, plenty of time. This that doesn't take much more than the morning, right? We'll call it eleven o'clock. Okay, so it's eleven a.m. It's eleven a.m. The streets are bustling. <laughs> I the would darrows say darrows are 
dumping their big piles in the street as they pull the wagons. So, Stu, what do you think that as soon as, um, you know, we get a robe on Rogal, you know, we just do a little promenade. Doesn't have to take all day, but just walk through the streets. Try to hype you up. Yeah, we got to build a little bit of, you know, um, build a little bit of something. And maybe find a square, you know, where... You know, Lumen could just say a few words, not like a sermon, but more of um, an exaltation, an invitation. Mm-hmm. Well, where would you like to do it? You got many neighborhoods. You got North Belt. You've got the Foreign Market. You've got shit. Where else? The the uh, the Temple District. Arc de Triomphe. What is the Arc de Triomphe of you know? What is the Arc de Triomphe? It would be the Church of Starry Wisdom and its plaza. It's near the Vizar's Palace. Let me see if I can pull those up. And that is going to be... That's going to be the hill from you in that... southeast portion of the city where the nobles look. and Jay just because your audio had skipped when I wrote down this rumor I just want to make sure I got it right <clears throat> it's the Vizar who is uh, rumored like scandalously to be involved with some concubine or is it the high priest of starry wisdom the Vizar it's not it's not scandalous it's oh, about okay. time it's about time he settled down or just one He's having a relationship with who? The first concubine. That means he might be... I don't know what the opposite of a czar is, but she would be his queen. He's also referred to as a king. He would have to make her his queen. Yes. I have an an idea. Okay. How about we find a printer and we... We get our own like National Enquirer like one pagers that might cast some shade on the High Priest of Starry Wisdom, and maybe imply that he has also some involvement with this first concubine to start. Like so, while you're in the square, and maybe I'm with you, maybe our new friend can start putting up like these little flyers that would start spreading some rumors uh, that might harm the high priest of Starry Wisdom's reputation with the Vizar. You were talking a political smear campaign. (laughs) A little bit. We're talking about Martin Luther. Uh, I don't know how Lumen feels about that, but that's my idea. Um, Lumen's all all over it, because, you know, he probably believes it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, really? We must let the people know. Yeah, so just so we can have some plausible deniability, what I would do to secure the printings, I would, you know, pay extra real quick, you know, going by in the morning for, you know, whatever basic print job could be pumped out quickly. I would use the ageless orb to make myself look very young compared to my normal 
about town where I look elderly mm. just so I can look different when I purchase these. And then we will have maybe Rogal who looks yet again, even different, be the one to put them up. Um, <clears throat> and we put them up around town. What do they explicitly say? Um, you know, like those like sensationalist headlines around you know, celebrities getting involved with someone or something like I think it would be that bold and that, you know, uh, uh, the high priest. Like, what would a title be of someone who's already might have some relationship with the first concubine? Like, you know, some other concubine has come forward to, you know, indicate that <clears throat> the high priest of starry wisdom has, you yeah, know, I mean, there's, 25 other concubines yeah. in the harem, so there's this. it's worse than The Bachelor and all that. You know, yeah. It's vicious. That would be the premise. Anonymous concubine comes forward to say that the you know <clears throat> high priest of starry wisdom's dalliances with the first concubine should be known. Yes, and he's gotten her pregnant. <laughs> she is she is the the first concubine is with child and this is okay. from this is from sources who are close yeah, i just want to check real quick gary i saw your video looks like it's locked up are you still with us on audio at least yeah i'm here okay cool man the sources know that balater is a culture where the the effrontery of this would of course be Shocking and outrageous. The um, this is a place of veiled threats more than overt stuff. But this is genius, um, and I, it's going to cost you money. I, uh, I how much money does it cost? That is the question. Is this something that out? Is this something that just makes it end? Because you're have you're up, what you have for cash is now very important. As the days go by, right? Let's go. You guys have a talent total purse that you know you have, or you're just spending until you're out. I mean, I think we've we've kind of individually kept tally on it but i i also think you know a little bit of spend also justify like we have a bunch of money why would we keep why would we go pursue other things if we weren't spending it so exactly. I, I, also, I also feel okay about it so um, this feels like the kind of thing that we would get up to though even if it costs it does, a little bit. It does. um and it will have will have an impact it will smear um The Church of Stark. And you were not wearing your purple robe when you like went to the printer. No, no. So again, I I went like in. Rogo will have to I, go to the printer that for this is <laughs> daytime. It's busy. It's busy at the villa. Green told me you guys need an errand boy. <laughs> and there's a lot of street urchins vying for that favorite position. But here is the Vizar's name is Salamis Larzian. I'll write that up, but Salamis Alarzian 
Majestic Certainty, Overlord of Valatir, and Merciful Vizar. That's his hit. How old is he? Late 30s. So he's a young man. He's looking to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been riding herd on both the army and the church factions and has maintained the balance of power here in Valatare, which is not always easy to do. Three hundred year history. I would add to the, our little little smear thing that um, this should be uh, that it's a shock and an outrage, and answers must be had. The the truth must come out, or like sort of something that incites a little bit of um, public outrage, you know, for the people from a populist perspective. I need you... Hold on a second. Go. What are you going to do about it? Like, something like that. What are you going to do about it? <clears throat> yeah. I need you to be a little more specific. Well... Maybe just repeat that last bit, Randall. Oh, I, I would say, you know, um, the the church, the, the high priest, the star of wisdom, has, mm -hmm. you know... And the first uh, has uh, given the first concubine a child. The first concubine is in child. No, it would go like this. The first concubine is with child by the father, the, the high priest of the church of star wisdom. And whatever title, you know, could go in there, like a big long, you know, like just sort of identify him formally. Um, and then mm -hmm. um, that, um, that this, you know, transgression both against our king and against the high city of Valatare must be answered. And then the big thing at the bottom is, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> and there's someone with flexing their muscles and their, their sleeves are rolled up and they're holding a wrench. No, it would be, what are we going to do about it? There you go. What are we going to do about it? Are you going to, are you willing to go as far as, say, purchase a slave? And bring them to the ball and throw them in the middle and says, I found the, the turn the printer in or whatever. Like, actually bring someone in, like, catch the villain of your own work. That's not really Lumen's sort of scene, but. Okay. You know, he's with a couple others. What do you think, Stu? You're... That's really scummy stuff right there. You have no I, respect I, for human I life. I like sewing some dis like Discord. Is somewhat indirectly, I, I feel like showing up and like causing a confrontation tonight is a little bit too much. Okay. Okay. I mean, Lumen's angle, Lumen's angle would be, you know, sort of bringing it up, you know, or sort of hearing about it, maybe talking to the vizier or something, being like, "I hear there's trouble in your town," or you know, indirectly again, opening a conversation. But we're not there yet. But I'm with Stu. Oh. No, it will be the the uh, the cocktail chatter of the party. It's going to land front and center. The only other angle I was thinking of is I wonder if our jeweler friend has like a really extravagant looking forgery of some necklace, like basically not real jewels, but something that would be like super 
shiny and mm -hmm. maybe we can find <clears throat> an escort or like a date for lumen to bring to the party and maybe she can if we wanted an angle to get close to the high priest's wife with her jewels mm. that she's going to be showing off um i just i don't know that yeah, a heist trying to steal the high priest jewelry is really going to play out very well i want a multitask it might be too much, but that was my, that was my only angle I could think of to get close to her was to maybe exchange, you know, line of sight on ooing and awing over each other's jewelry. But we'd have to find someone to come with us. Oh, we can see if Cassandra wants to come. <laughs> yeah, you know, Lumen's not really the the dating kind, but you know, cool. just let's not do it. You know, he's not he's not the guy that would roll in with a date. No. No. Acolytes. Maybe people crawling on their hands and knees in front of you, like rolling out well, it's not good here, leaves. <laughs> Just standing in the middle of the, the ball, not speaking for All right. For it's a enough pregame investment then. I think I think that's enough. I think I think sowing Discord on Discord, about <laughs> Discord, it sounds good. Uh -huh. And yeah, Lumen actually believes it. You totally like, you're like, and he's like, we must do something about this. The people must know. <laughs> Here, Rogal, go get some flyers made. <laughs> <laughs> nice big sacrifices in the square of dubs. All right, I think. Rogal is going to look for some other urchins to put up the posters. Mm. So maybe um, I'll need a few coin for that. Uh, yeah. It's a guild. The urchins are in a guild structure as well. The urchins are managed by the beggar king. <laughs> oh, for Christ's yeah, sakes. Little... Let's give Rogal his due. <laughs> his allowance? Yeah. So tell you what, just take. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like. And he's just like, well, and then I might need just to eat. Just go. You know, let's just give him the, the so the share. So, uh, Gary, just take six hundred gold and whatever Jay comes up with gear, uh, and like how much nice stuff costs in Valatair. We can subtract that, but I imagine you'll still have some left over. Okay. For... I'm gonna go spread the wealth and spread the word. Spread the fill. Send out a little contingent of uh, street urchins to fly her up the city. I'm going to hit all the good spots. Funny enough, late in the afternoon, there's a bunch of acolytes from the Church of Starry Wisdom you see in the streets. And they all seem to be collecting papers and flyers. Like, it got noticed, and the Church of Starry Wisdom sent out their acolytes to go and put these things down. And... I'm trying to suppress the truth. So the ball. There's no reason not to go to the ball, I don't think. So before we go into the ball, Lumen would like to cast that that spell called Presence. It basically raises his charisma one point per level and lasts mm -hmm. one hour per level. The idea is it's not a charm. It's just, you know, people can just sort of feel... Recording has stopped. ...a beneficence. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows them to choke you down without realizing any discomfort. 
Right, because he's not very attractive. He's got a shaved, like, sort of like Nazi punk head haircut and a bunch of scars, sort of like Rogal. Yeah, and he doesn't smell very good. Now, after the idea with this is that, you know, you can see it. If you can detect magic, you can just see it for what it is. And mm-hmm. afterwards, if you you would get a chance, like like the next day, if they ran into Lumen, they could say versus spells to like reverse that feeling. Okay, but it's sort of it would sort of still persist based on their memory. Um, and if they didn't save, they would still see him that same way. The place is bustling. The catering and staff needs are being handled by the slaves of the Church of Toil. Dominic is the host. He's the high priest of Starry Wisdom and his wife, Ararina. Dominic is the high priest? What's it like? What's this place look like? Opulent. It's a manor in the shape of a U, center house, and then some wings perpendicular Mm -hmm. to it at the end. So you walk between those. There's the open entryway. And you come into the main hall right off the gate there, right through the front door, double doors. And then there's a dining room. I don't know what you'd call it. Another room off to the side of it. So there's two major rooms to the left and to the right. Parlor. That's where the balls. A parlor and a dining hall. And the entry, this massive entry hall, that that's the like all room. There's stairs that wind up to a second level where the apartments of the of the people who live there would be. Um, you know, there's people hanging on the railing, looking down, and then the floor is filled with, you know, party goers. Fancy people. Wow, is that death? Mm-hmm. How many guards are in the room? Yeah, it's a little bit of a costume party, too. People, I forgot to mention that. It's a costume party. You guys have to, like, at least have something that you... Like, you, the freaky robes, that's, that's a costume. Well, Lu- I guess you don't, you don't need a costume. You just need something to hold over your face every once in a while. Well, like Lu- your armor is costume enough. Veradel, it's uh, dressed to kill. Cassandra sidles up and says, I hope you guys are hoping to go for anything here tonight. Or if you are, just please let me know. Got a little devil outfit on. And what brings her here? Oh, this place is a gold mine of information. I'm going to scoop up so much stuff tonight that I'll have my choice of blackmail boys to run. They, the stone, they call it the Star of Valentaire, the, the Star of the East. It's a beautiful gem. And she, that's on know, the she's, first... She's dying to see it. She can't wait to see it. Will that be worn? Yes. By the yes. first concubine? It'll be worn. Yeah, it'll be worn. Uh, no, it's going to be worn by the host wife. Oh. You know, the Vizar is not expected to be here, but there's rumor he might be this season. But the host, High Priest of Starry Wisdom, his wife is going to be presenting. They make their grand entrance. Okay, so Dominic's wife. What do you feel like you uh, want to do, Stu and Rogal? I mean, Cassandra how many guards are in the ball? See the guards. Enough. There's a lot of guards. Enough. There's a, there's some creme de la creme here. See, okay. Yeah, you had to have a you know an invitation just to get on the grounds. Guards patrolling the streets outside. Think of White House with halberds. 
Horseshit. Halliburton's in horseshit. <laughs> okay. Uh, but can I Kasan see the um, entrance to the kitchen area? No, those are the ballroom. It's behind closed doors. No, okay. Uh, but you know where the kitchen must be where because where people come in and out. All right. Um, actually, no, yeah. There's. If you came in from the north, the entry to the the grand ball is to the north. The south wall is lined with a, a couple of doors along the length of it in the other rooms, I guess the other rooms, excuse me, the dining room, dining hall, and the what we'll call the parlor that go to a hall beyond. From that hall is where the foot traffic comes. Or a lot okay. of it also come from outside and in through the foot door, the stuff that's inside service outside people think along the yard but cassandra uh veridel she has someone um she'd like to introduce you to and it's uh and the, the person's got uh, like a grizzly bear mask and um it's resmaduro detox oh well hello it's uh uh, he's uh, he's friendly, he's polite. Um, welcome back, Valatare. And uh, he's been, and he tells you all about some of his failed expeditions into the Yanni Hor looking for the source of the strangled. And how now, since they haven't come months, in a couple of months, it's, you know, it's an opportunity like none other. Very interesting. To track them down. Yes, yes, and he wanted to hear about uh, like he's hears that you've been you've been traveling, and he's I hear everything that you've uh, you've seen. Yeah. He's had, he's led a couple expeditions with the uh, guy. Uh, he had for back mountains bad for Baxians bad. You know, once you get off the, the broken hill. Yeah, I probably put it. I think I'd probably play it cool and indicate that we thought we had a lead at one point, um, but it went a bit cold. You know, we have some affairs to deal with in the city, but um, yeah, we might be able to go out and, and check that out. Uh, we, we probably need a handful of days or a week before we can consider leaving the city, though. Yeah, he was more... That's great. He's suggesting more of, would you like to get together and compare maps? Yeah. You know? uh... Like English gentlemen over the hearth, and go go pour over the maps, drink brandy, and plan a route. Yeah, um, I would make like, I'd maybe like patronize them. Like it, maybe you could like run into an old friend at the grocery store, you know, and, and they're like, yeah, we should totally get together sometime, and you know, we'll <laughs> you know, I, I think it would be that sort of conversation. Uh, you know, maybe not completely ingenuine, and maybe it's something we can consider, but I'm not going to like set a date in stone. Scandalous talk also coming up is a baron. He's not, he was found murdered in his mill, burnt, half burnt. And everyone's like wondering how I would have. Yeah, sound, that sounds odd. Uh, so the guy you killed in the middle of the summit is me. 
about them. Adrigal. It's less Baron Adrigal. And how could it be in whatever and the other rumor is that he was well, it's it's because of his dabblings in the worship of Slodar the Old. That's that's what happened. Came to a stick. The faithless find their end. Uh, Zawari makes his introduction to you, Lumen. He's a thin man. Zawari? Yeah, he, call, he calls, is Zawari, someone like a lady goes, he's been nice to meet you. Zawari is a necromancer. Um, he's fascinated. Okay. He's fascinated by your hand. Um, you know, he wants to know what what tomes, what research did you have to do to come upon such a fabulous artifact? Lumen simply says, "The hidden hand has given it to me to use for his will." But look at it. It's skeletal. It's in its death-like state, but and it lives. And Lumen offers, Lumen offers it to him. Oh, he doesn't touch it. He doesn't touch it, but he thinks, and he's, he's, he's staring at it. It goes, magnificent. It's beautiful. Um, what does it do? Um, he, it's, he said uh, Lumen's going to be like, it, um, it shows the true light of God. And how do you like my lights? And there's a dancing magical light show that's kind of illuminating mm -hmm. above the, the party. Right. Uh, in restaurants where they put all those twinkle lights and stuff. Sure. And he's got a, uh, a dancing light spell. Lumen just, says, Lumen just says, pretty lights become you. <laughs> uh, just keeping it one line. Just keeping it one line yeah. at a time. Not asking any questions. Um. And, Have you uh, been a long time inherently interested in necromancy? Started at a very young age, very young age. And uh, he says, uh, "So, um, who is uh, who has been tapped to? Who is who leads the faith of this town?" Ah, church of sorry wisdom. Really, I said yeah, I heard. Yeah, the big bears, and yeah, that's that's uh, ooh, who knows? Who knows? That's a that's a that's a what do you call a last minute disaster? I said there are grave accusations against the Church of Star Wisdom. Oh yes, oh yes, and uh, um, oh, is anyone that gets accused of? Be being behind it because they will be, become the object of wrath and the means with which Starry Wisdom could regain their honor. Hmm. Who would do You're such familiar a, a little bit, uh, Veridel, with the Byzantine legal structure, Valentaire. <clears throat> um, Lumen's uh, going to intimate that he hasn't had the pleasure. Of meeting the vizier, um, but he's heard um, great things about about him. 
he's sort of hinting that he needs an introduction. Mm. Well, if you want an introduction to the bazaar, you're going to want to uh, impress Dominic's wife, Varina. Varina. You would, sure, you would surely get drawn into conversation with the king that way. The woman with the pretty bauble. Yeah, she'll be appearing sometime this evening, I imagine, in the next hour or so. Is the host, yeah, the hosts haven't revealed themselves. Uh, okay. Well, it's been a pleasure meeting you, um, Zari. So perhaps we could um, we could talk another time. Oh, yes. We yes. just bought maybe, property. Maybe we'll have the time. I live far out in the country, a really city. Yeah. Well, I've just purchased a home in town. <clears throat> to begin the um the my my faith to start my faith in this town well good luck toe the line and you'll be fine there's many attitudes towards the end of the world here and the the trackless empire known as Ramir. okay but you know well we'll leave him leave him with him church of toil church of toil is more of a business than a church it's hard to call them a church the hosts have not made have made are making their appearance oh, da, 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 coming down the stairs uh Dominic, the yeah, she's got this beautiful red gem in a in a choker collar around her neck, and does it look like the other gem we just hawked? Is it grander? No. no, no. This is this is bigger, different color. This is something else. Um. And then the the bazaar does make an appearance. Oh, and behold, believe it or not. So all of a sudden there's a, and you know that he's coming because all of a sudden there's a large <clears throat> uh, guard presence that actually precedes him and comes in, like, and someone announces him. And the hosts and all that. And... And everyone's fawning over him and first concubine um the uh the word eventually comes down that the uh the uh the host dominic is he's tending to his wife she's come ill and they uh and he, he implores everyone to enjoy the party, but unfortunately, he cannot attend. Dominic, the, is, the priest of Star Wisdom. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm puzzled. I thought she, oh, I thought yeah. his wife just showed up. Um, 
No, that's the the Vizar and the Conky. Yeah, because oh. the wife showed up with the red gem on her. Oh, neck. that's right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The vizier can't come. No, he can. That's a total mistake. I went on a different train of thought. Doesn't? It's not. I gotta roll that back up. Sorry. Everyone's there. Everyone's at the party. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, Lilith Jeweled comes up to you, Veridel. Um. And with her, with her girlfriend, the the business partner of the man's house. She, so she's like, it's, it's, nice, to, it's nice to see that house. Lilith, Lilith is the one that hired us, right? No, the man's house you live in is the man who hired you. Oh, I see. And then after the job, about a month later, he disappeared. Everyone said he left town. Got it. Okay. And the house has stood empty ever since. And she's saying how lovely it is to see the house filled up again. Oh. I mean, uh, gave you an interest in uh, in that property up on the hill. It's, uh, you know, it's quite nice. Uh, my companion is uh, was looking for, you know, a good part of town to stay in. And it seemed like it had just come on the market, so. Oh, yeah. It would be, you, be owned you, by a different. Lord Emissary Lumen, the apotheosis of the hand? No, I haven't. And she, Lilith, and her costume is of a Medusa. Asses that all sorts of little crazy snakes going off on it. Uh, yeah, and she's like, anything you need? Where some of the, the uh, me and uh, her are the textile magnates, Alatair. So, any of your robing needs, please. Of course, of course. Um, and so that's a, that's it. Those then, unless then, will it fade back in the crowd with the uh, the, the real owner of the textile company? And then, what's the general happening? So, like, aside from us mingling and talking to these sort of people, like, is there? Is there like food getting passed around? Is there dancing? Like what? What is? Mm -hmm. the, There's all like, that. There's all that. There's all yeah. that. And it's all just, I guess, leading up. Um, who's going to be announced as holding the uh, king's contract? The king's contract to to be uh, handle their business affairs with the guilds, the mm -hmm. valetair. Okay. A distribution of power. That's the checks and balance system that exists. Alatair. Everyone's got a hand in business. Everyone and but the yeah. The king gets to say who who's what in his cabinet at times. Well that sounds so, like a pretty good position. Do do we want to try to get Lumen to talk to uh Varina, the the high priest's wife? I would love that. Lumen Lumen wants to do Lumen's just got an idea though. Okay, I just got this idea that um when they uh the high priest of the Star of Wisdom and the Vizier speak, he'd like to take over control of the high priest's hand or attempt to and have him feel up the first concubine. In, oh. in the middle. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, uh, we would need to retreat, you know, to the sort of the edges, and you guys could stand in front while he just sort of mutters some prayers. But um, I don't know. What do you think about that? The hegemonic hand. It allows Luma to take mm -hmm. control of a hand. Uh, it's a terrible idea. I think you should do it. <laughs> but after we try to have a conversation with them. I, I think it's a pretty good idea. Uh, it's a devastatingly good idea if you're looking to cause chaos. Of course. Um, is... Lumen's not angling be... to be on the cabinet. Lumen's angling to sort of like start a religion. Or at least, you know, discredit the one that's there. Because it is not the true faith, for Christ's sakes. Of course not. I mean, he wouldn't have the wherewithal to run a church, but he doesn't like the one that's there. Um, but, um, yeah, um, I don't think we'll have a chance to talk to, to the high priestess after, so if we're going to talk... <laughs> get now, get in there it, now. it would have to be before. <laughs> Um, or we could do both. I could talk to her on your behalf, um, and, and in fact, try to influence the conversation by charming her. Because uh, because we have the gaze, like you know, the basic you know, charm gaze now. Empire, oh. he's suave. Oh my god, can't uh, even so, snack here. You could like, like yeah, totally so do servant in the back. You could. Uh, I I have a, a terrible three way plan of. What if Rogal, within proximity of the high priest, what if, what if he maybe talks to another guest or something and indicates that maybe he saw uh, who he thinks was handing out stacks of these scandalous flyers? Um, and maybe you feed him a name, uh, Edelwolf, the limping, you know, a guy with a limp, which is someone that we killed last week um but yeah. you actually didn't kill him well the the demon the demon from hell nope. yeah but he's, he's dead but they don't know that i'm just saying like we, we can sew a name um of someone who exists but so basically maybe rogoff starts this conversation within proximity of the high priest maybe to get his attention uh well actually we don't want him to be distracted we want him to be next to the concubine right we do. Yeah. I think Rogal should try to steal something. Because that's what you like to do, right, Rogal? You're pretty good at stealing. Maybe we should lift some important item. I mean, don't you have pickpocket and stuff, right? Right. 25%. Um, <laughs> I was slowly working on it. So if I, if I successfully get her in conversation and charm her... And if chaos ensues when he feels her up, I could try to encourage her to leave with me. Right. To, for her safety. All yeah, right. that sounds good. Uh, so I'm going to try... So I'm going to slip my hand under my robe to mm -hmm. the Nicholas Orb and make myself look you know, younger, young and handsome. Of course. I would and, love to uh, take a quick break, though, before we get into this madness. What do you think? I think okay. that's a great idea. Yeah, sure. and then we'll come and we'll lay it all out. All right. All right, gentlemen. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Take five. You know, 
kind of work the charm angle when I ask her to dance and let's go from there. And then, you know, assuming she's somewhat distracted, then I think you should just make a move while we kind of make our way across the dance floor. She and needs all to eyes, see it. She uh, needs all to see it, though. Beyond you, Berto. She needs to see yeah, it, Berto. Not, not, not for long if uh, <laughs> <laughs> if the the high priest slaps the... Eh, never mind. <laughs> Don't you think she needs to see her the high priest feel her up? I think that's kind of key. All um, eyes will be on Veridel. Yeah, so we don't want and the her, eyes on Veridel. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't think we do because we want we want the eyes to be on, you know, the dude. It's, I think someone like I think they will be as soon as that happens. Meaning, I think, I think it's going to draw attention to them. And the the double play here is not only causing the chaos for him, but. I mean, if we get her away, we might be able to grab the jewel as well. Lumen, it sounds like you don't want it. You don't want any plausible deniability. I don't. Yes, when you're yeah. As if everyone's looking at uh, at him when it happens, you can deny that it happened. Right? Oh, yeah, I don't. I I want I want him to do it in front not. of his girl. And so, and then you, like in the chaos, you know, you, you can escort her out or, you know, try to charm her to, to come with you. How about, how about this? All right. I go to her, ask her to dance with the charm. Assuming that goes well, I'll like give the signal, whatever that'll be. And then as I'm like, I'm talking to her and introducing myself and I represent the apotheosis of the hand, uh, and as this event is about to transpire, I will, you know, talk to her, like basically move her attention over that way and continue speaking with her as we dance. Yeah, you could pirouette like right up to the king. Yeah. I mean, the king and the and uh, concubine piece of starry wisdom are together, right? They're going to be on the edge of uh, the yeah. dance circle. So we can do both. Lumen, I think I can basically manipulate her attention that way. That doesn't doesn't reasonable. she need to see it? No, like he's he's going to be right in front of you all when you um you do it. I want him to sort of like reach around and just start sort of rubbing her ass and like you know and uh, and her response and her okay. and her to like. You know, sort of like freak out. Yeah. Again, it'll, I'll, otherwise, I'll her otherwise, to don't it, like... do it. Just have her. Just take her to dance. Because then, if if they're all looking, you know, no, no one else will see that this thing has happened. No, it, it will be because I'm going to point to it. <laughs> like it's, I'm going to be shocked, just shocked that that just happened right in front of her, and draw people's attention to it. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it. Who are you dancing with, Veridel? I should get that straight. Uh, I'm going to ask uh, Verena, the, the high okay. priest's wife, to dance. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. 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 It sounds like Veridel uh, is saying he's going to have her witness it by dancing right there, like like your feet from you all, from them. Yeah, so like we'll kind of come around. So I'll be doing the introduction and saying nice things about Lumen. Uh, 
And so then time mechanism when to do it. You'll know when to do it. Yeah. Okay. And then when that happens, uh, you know, again, I can immediately just, uh, you know, like sort of worm tongue style. Like, I can't believe he just did that. Lord Emissary Lumen would never do something like that. You know, like, <laughs> and, um, and then draw people's attention to it. Like when I point to it, the, when um, you have, when you have him like a rummage around the front of her dress or something vile. The vizier should hear you say that he, that I, I would never do that because he's the man in power, but. Oh, you could do it all crescendo. Let's make it happen. Of orgy asked that foolery. Well, what happens is what you would expect is the Vizar to yell on hand, the concubine, guard sees him, starry the cult the guy of starry wisdom, like, oh my god, no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I want the vizier to slap the. I want the the, church, the priest to slap the vizier across the face. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what is the meaning of this insult? He says, "Have him take him away. Take him away. Take both of them away." And Veridel, the high priest's wife, is taken away too. Whoa! Uh, I would. I, I would. At that point, I would try to appeal to like. Whoa! She had nothing to do with it. We're, we're over here dancing. The family has just insulted him. So it's not just mm. him, it's that able to starry kind of their tendency is to come down that hard unless you can talk him out of it with your charm ability. I think that would be the appeal that I'm making is like, whoa, okay. this, yeah. I was just explaining to her that how vile it was that her husband would do something like this and she agreed with me, didn't you? And then I gesture over to Lumen, the apotheosis of the hand. Who's standing you know. there in the middle of the space, just looking regal. And how, a lot of guards have moved in as well. That does not align the... with our values at all. Lumen will start walking toward the situation. Just slowly. It's got all day. Well, the thing is getting ready to leave. Okay. He's not going to stand there a moment longer. Okay. And his concubine are getting wrapped up in their, you know, secret service scrum. Yeah, I, I would say this is the time for you to jump in, and I want to try to like get her out of the guard circle when you come in. Be like, this doesn't align with Lord Emissary Lumen's values at all. Okay. Come, come, Varina. Now that you've Bro announced your vile husband. And meanwhile, Lumen would just starts to leave. He would just stand in the middle, and he would just hold his arms up. See what this false god has brought you wow wow yeah the party then everything goes dark like black like you can't see anything you can hear everything you can hear everyone screaming you can feel everyone bumping against you as i'm leaving i yank if it goes dark i'm pulling the necklace i was about to say that Sneak Someone it. else on the end of the holding on to the other end of the necklace, like you were taking it off at the same time, goes for your bridge of your nose. Lumen's so gonna cast a light spell. Well, as soon as it goes dark, so whatever's oh, happening, God. he's gonna cast the hand. The glowing hand is gonna sort of appear above his head and cast light on the whole room. Well, what happens? Who do I see? On the other side, a wolf costume, female, and backflip out of there. You know, you're, you're holding it in your hand. I know. 
Well, yes, it's come on. We're I imagine just the, the way it was described. We both have our hands on it. The lights well, come yeah, on. People see it, and that, then I'm like thief, and then I and then I right here, and then I put it back on, uh, and then I start putting it back on Verena. And then I and I I point and I yell thief. Okay, your your eyes are stung with your own blood, and from your broken nose. Stay yes. this madness. Guards are <laughs> crushing in. That's kind of a riot, I guess. Guards are starting to beat back yes as they get the king out of there. And there's hysterics. Mo- I'm going to keep moving Verena like out of the chaos towards like the edge of the room. Okay, she is faint. She is fainted. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. Do I make it kind of to the edge of the room while the chaos is going on? Yes, yes. I take the jewel and I go invisible. Take the jewel, put the glove on, and actually I'm going to make my way, like crawl up the wall and just kind of start making my way out. Uh, and I'm going to try to keep an eye out of where Rogal is in case I need to do a handoff. Start moving towards the exit. You should be stealing okay. stuff. Maybe you can steal stuff. There's yeah. stuff to steal. Yeah, there's okay. fine silver. There's goblets. There's, I, I could roll on a chart. <laughs> uh, if there's anything along the way, between where I'm standing and the exit, I'm going to grab a few things. Anything, silverware. A couple of candlesticks. All right. And a matching pair of goblets. Okay. That's something. Silver and diamonds. All right. In the sack. What next? Lumen's going to cast a, uh, a spell. It's going to be basically sort of adopting. He's standing in the middle of the room. There's a big glowing hand casting light above his head. Um, he's going to cast continual light, which persists. Yes. He's just going to stand there in the middle of the room. Grand Hall clears of guests. Do I make my way out Spider, Spider-Man Spider style on the wall? Yes. Eventually, the person that's going to come address you, Lumen... Is the captain of the guard. Get out of the house. This is all being secured in the name of the bazaar. By order of the bazaar. Commander Wantor. L- Lumen's going to just nod and say, yes, yes, of course. It's quite a scene. It's a terrible tragedy. He starts walking out. But he leaves the hand glowing in the center of the room, which will glow for seven days. That's heavy duty. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Religious shock and awe camp is... Full steam ahead. Hands across his chest. On the lich hand out, the left hand is sort of out, clutching the other one. This is going to lead. It's going to lead to the audience of the king in the warding up the contract. All I know is that we left a calling card. (laughs) In the meantime, I think I would would meet back up with Rogel and we would head back to the house and let's get this thing secured. Lumich just slow procession through the street. The hand has spoken and revealed the charlatans of the faith who will feel the wrath of their false gods falling upon them like a rain of disgrace. Reach out, touch faith.
Reach out and touch faith. 